This week's episode of Here's What I Don't Get is brought to you in part by the Discord mod teams. Uh, apparently not all a bunch of furry pedophile degenerates. Some of them have some good sense, which is why they have not yet banned my account. Welcome back to Here's What I Don't Get from North to South, East to West, the only intercontinental podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues and the longest consecutively running podcast on the See You Next Tuesday podcast network. I am your host and Dr. Evil impersonator, Tab Burt, and with me today, as always, my friend, Tim the Mr. Bigglesworth. <laughs> How's it going? Uh, it's going pretty good. Yeah. It's feel, it feels like it's been a while since I've been on the show. It's been it's been a few weeks, yeah, and yeah. also you've been probably working at a breakneck pace, which makes you forget that like things are happening. Yeah, that's that's who. Uh, I think I I put in uh, I put in over sixty five hours last week. It's pretty good, uh, and I didn't and I didn't work every day, Man. so that was uh, yeah, that was fun. Those are crazy times. It's been five days since I last touched hot glass. Getting the like, and you're jonesing. I am. Yeah. It's gonna be. I'm not. I'm not gonna get to do it this week. So it's not gonna be until next Tuesday that I get to go back. Well, I, I think there's a little program you should watch. There's a little program you should watch called Breaking Bad. It's about these guys who make this ornate <laughs> blue glass and they sell it. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. I mean, like, it's. I it infests my dreams now. Yeah. I was I so we had to we had a, a show load out on Sunday and we had to paint the stage because they painted it all gray so we had to paint it back to flat black and I, I go to paint and I grab a I have a paint roller in my hand you know on a, a roller on a stick so you don't yeah. have to bend over and I'm <laughs> waiting for everyone to get into the room and I'm just you're practicing I no I was I wasn't even thinking about it I just had you're a just stick visioning. in my hand and okay. I and I was rolling and they're like what are you doing. Oh, I guess I'm I'm rolling this paint roller because yeah. I. This is me now. This is me now. <laughs> I roll things. Yeah. I do. <laughs> I host podcasts and I roll. That's what I do. This uh, is how I roll. Yeah. What about you? How's your like regular life been? Uh, it's been pretty good. Um, yeah, I I I too. Well, I say I too, but I am. I'm try. I'm testing out a new hobby starting this week uh getting into something and maybe maybe it'll hit me like glass hit you uh, which is not a good way to say that <laughs> uh you can't because otherwise you're gonna end up like a, you're, you're gonna end up like a what's his face in the punisher jigsaw. i i think about that that scene a lot it's not it's not jigsaw what is, yeah, who is he? it's jigsaw yeah, in Punisher Warzone, he like falls. So we did on last week's class, last Thursday, we had a uh, a stained glass demo. Uh -huh. So we're like taking this cutter and just cutting sheet glass. And there's all these like broken bits of sheet glass laying all over the table. And in my head, I was just thinking of that scene in the Punisher Warzone where he gets thrown into that big thing and just spun around until he's yeah. turned into mush, basically. Yeah. Oh. That's a great movie. We did a commentary on that movie, didn't we? We did, we did, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. What else? Have you seen uh, Puss in Boots yet? No, I have, and I have no desire to. Apparently, it's the best animated movie of, like, the last 10 years. I heard someone calling it 
the Enter the Spider-Verse of the Shrek Universe. <laughs> the, the, the Shrek Cinematic oh, Universe, God. of course. Yeah. Uh, you know, next year, the next year, uh, Donkey is coming out. <laughs> and then, An origin uh, story of Donkey. Yeah, yes. He'll be played by Donald Glover instead of Eddie Murphy. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, man. I, so, yeah, I watched I watched a video about it. One, so all the stu- the the clips that I was seeing, it does not look like other animated movies of like right no, now. No, it's it's not the like hyper realistic um like Unreal Engine like Yeah. It's kind of like It's got a style to fun. it. Fun. Yeah. Which like, was Did you see the the trailer for the new Ninja Turtles movie? I did not. There's a new Ninja Turtles movie coming out. There's an animated Ninja Turtles movie coming out. Um and it it, it too is very heavy sty- heavily stylized. Um Th- That's kind of neat. Like imagine that making a making a um, an animated movie where you try and like do something new and interesting instead of just the same worthless yeah. boring style that everything is now. And you know, think about it what you will, but I think most people are attributing that to actually to the Spider-Man movie showing that you can do a big animated movie and not have it be Make cookie a cutter. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. As much as I used to love Pixar, like all their shit is just be, like, they churn movies out at a rate now where people are like, Oh, did you see the new Pixar, this movie? And I'm like, yeah, I had no idea that that was even coming out. Right. Right. It used to be like, they used to put one out like every two or three years yeah and now they put two or three out every year and i mean it's it's just like the marvel movies right where as the number of movies they're doing expands the quality just tanks yeah like i haven't i haven't seen the new ant-man but i have oh. heard some stuff have you seen the pictures of modok yeah oh man that is that is embarrassing. That looks yeah, like something super you and I did in a would do in a movie. Like, yeah, we'll just stretch and warp his head to this like animated frame cell. Yeah, uh, man, it, it's it's funny because like it's, it's not history repeating itself. But when like when like they were first like, man, Modok's gonna be in this movie. Everyone was like posting like clips from Spy Kids 3D because like the, the the bad guy the bad guy in Spike is 3D is George Lopez in this terrible 3D CG abomination of a of a body where he's just like a round head with arms and legs. Yeah. And then like that actually is what it turned out to be. <laughs> What's so it's it's kind of unfair though because in Spike Kids 3D that's just George Lopez in a suit. His head is that big. <laughs> and you know, it's kind of it's a lot different now. They took a white man and they stretched, they warp stretched his face onto a, a terrible CGI bubble. Yeah. Oh, Arnold's no Stallone is in that movie. Spy Stallone Kids 3D. is in one of the spy kids. Yeah. It's he's in spy kids 3d. Yeah. Oh, is he, I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's some wild stuff. Uh, I took spy- my, I took my uh, siblings to see that movie in the theaters. I, I think I went with like, friends in middle school for someone's birthday to see that movie in theaters. Was someone yelling racial slurs in your screening? Yes. Oh, <laughs> oh man. I finally, An- another weird crossover. It's, it's kismet. Actually, you know what? Um, <laughs> one of my cowork, one of my coworkers um, was at the dark Knight trilogy. Marathon oh, really? That we went to back in 2012. That's amazing. Yeah. 
the one where I won the first round of trivia, like no problem. Yeah. So I actually have a question to ask you. Do you remember anyone yelling anything at you during trivia? No. Okay. So it wasn't you. Uh, because I was, because I was asking him questions and he was like, yeah, all I remember really, really about the night was like, uh, someone answered a trivia question and it was really hard and really specific and, uh, he got it right. And so I yelled nerd. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good one. Yeah. I, th- I remember the, they did like trivia between every movie and yes. the first round were like super hard. Yeah. And then the second round, it was just like. Uh, what like, is Batman's sidekick's name? Yeah, gimme's super gimme's. <laughs> it was it was it was yeah. bizarre. I don't think I ever put that uh, sticker anywhere that I won. Bummer. Oh no, it's probably on the back of this computer. Now that I think about it, as I focus the the Reacher cam on my own keyboard. Anyway, well, uh, Timmy, you ready to just get in some issues? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, I have a quick first issue here for you before we really get started. Um. Here's what I don't get. When you shoot an arrow at a guy and somehow magically he jumps 12 <laughs> feet to the right or left, thus dodging the arrow completely like some yeah. kind of fucking warlock. Yep. What the fuck is that, Tim? What the fuck is that? That's it's bullshit. The, it's called That's the processing power of the Nintendo Switch. Bullshit. No, th- this problem has existed in Skyrim in no, every, yeah, I, yep. even the most like high-end modded rig yeah. playing like, super skyrim you'll still be like you'll aim it all up you'll have the zoom in thing you'll fire yep. the arrow it'll make it about halfway there and they'll go Psh! and then misses and they, and it's like and what it really needs the only way it could get any better is if when that happened they just played that kid from um uh the simpsons ha ha like <laughs> <laughs> yeah at, at least then at least then i could get some entertainment out of it but as it is i'll just be like I'm trying I'm trying to snipe a whole area of people from yep. without moving. Like that's yes. my goal. I went into a cave the other day. It was uh, it was some there's like a castle inside a cave and there's all these enemies and I just perched up on a ledge and I killed literally everyone from the one ledge and I was like nailed it. It's, stealth archery just feels so good, dude. <sighs> yeah. I didn't even I didn't even lie to myself this time. I played yeah. I'm now like 35 hours in, maybe 40 hours into this playthrough. Already maxed out stealth and archery. <laughs> I have I have not maxed them out yet. I'm I'm pretty close on both. Yeah. But I didn't I wasn't like usually I'd be like, oh, I'm gonna do like a wizard build or I'm gonna do like uh-huh. I'll do one handed for a while, but then I'll like yeah. I was just like, we're going stealth archery the entire time. I'm never not crouching. I am never not firing my arrows. And yeah. then uh, and I've been having a wonderful time. I haven't used any cheats or exploits on this this playthrough yet. Nice. And uh, I have power leveled a few things, but I also the other thing I have not done is I never touched the main quest line. So I'm 40 mm. hours in. I have zero dragon souls, and nice. thus no shouts, which is really weird because usually I'll use shouts to be like, "All right, everybody, back up for a second. Now I'm gonna need to kill you. I'm gonna need to kill you." <laughs> I'm going to need to kill you, and I'm going to need to kill your friend back there who just figured out where we were. Hey, buddy, what's up? Because you're dead. So, anyway, that's my... My, that's my, my last uh, modded playthrough, I had a, I had a um, I had an arrow mod that lets you make fire arrows by just walking up to a urn or a torch or whatever mm-hmm. and, like, put putting your bow into it. Yeah. Uh, it had rope uh, arrows... And water arrows to put out fire. It was pretty cool. 
I this one of the things in this anniversary update are fire arrows, ice arrows, and lightning arrows. Oh, nice. But their base damage is eight, so they're basically worthless. They have the same damage as an iron arrow, and they never like scale up. So I bought them for a while, and then I was just like, I get more fire damage by having a bow that does fire damage than using these fucking fire yes. arrows. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, that's uh, that's my my first mini issue. I I'm so fucking tired of that happening. <laughs> it makes me like I know it's a Skyrim problem level problem, but sometimes when I'm like really dialed in and that happens, I just want to like fling my switch across the <laughs> the room and just be like, fuck. You fucking you zoomocked me. You all zoomocked me. Anyway, well, what's uh, what's your issue, Tim? Here's what I don't get: the cattle call. Um, this is uh mostly about airports and Southwest flights and how uh, the way they board. Yeah. So uh, if you if you don't fly if you don't fly on Southwest you get your there there's no assigned seating. Yeah. So you get you get given a letter and a number and basically they're like okay, A1 through 30, you can board now. And so or you you can get you can you can get in line. And so A1 through 30 gets in line like like good little kids at a school schoolyard. And then A31 through 60, 60. Yeah. gets in the line next to him. Okay, one through thirty, you can go. It's your turn, and thirty-one through sixty, then you go. And you just you know, you know, through the through all the letters, and uh, they they give you enough. They they give the room for five people, right? So there's 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 these little pylons, and it's like you know, here's thirty-one through thirty-five. Mm-hmm. You stand in this five foot uh, five foot squared section. Yeah, all of you have giant backpacks on and a piece of luggage or two. Um, you guys are fucking up because you're flying southwest. <laughs> you should check them fucking bags. Dude, I saw people that had checked bags and then also bringing in a personal item. and a, They had two checked bags and a personal item and a carry-on. Were they moving there? What the fuck? I, yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> when I fly not Southwest, I have like my roller bag that will fit in the overhead bin in my backpack. Same. When I fl- when I fly Southwest, I have my like very large piece of luggage, and sometimes I don't even carry the backpack. I'm just like, I'll what, just what you have in every- your pockets? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll I'll carry my tablet and everything in my pockets. It's like ah, eh, this will last me five hours. Yeah, yeah. Wild. Yeah, that's how I do it, and so. Of course, because there's no assigned seating, you go in there and uh, people like, you know, the people that have wheelchairs get in first and then people and then all the good, the the like two rows of the uh, the exit rows, the ones that have like the six inches of extra legroom, mm-hmm. those are gone immediately. Yeah. And then everyone does what everyone sits where they like, which is a window seat or an aisle seat. You know, everyone has a preference. No one ever wants to sit in the middle. So you have this terrible like situation where like if you're if you're like the last 20, like 30 to 25 percent of the plane boarding, all the window seats are taken, all the aisle seats are taken. 
So, and, and all the people that are already sitting are like, they're like, Hey buddy, I hope no one sits between us. And then here comes yeah. this big old fat guy. And you've he's got, like, is that seat taken? Uh huh. You've got people that they don't even know each other. Like, like let's hold hands in between the middle seat and hopefully no one takes this. <laughs> or you got people being like, Oh, uh, <coughs> I hope <coughs> no one <coughs> comes over here. Um, it's, it's the I worst. Just, I just like, I'll, I'll carry a little throw blanket and I'll be under my throw blanket. Like, <laughs> and it keeps, it keeps not only my, the, the seat, but I, but all three seats are empty. Oh yeah. 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 yeah it's great. I'm just warming up over here. I'm just warming up. <laughs> it's cold in here. Actually, one of my flights last week, uh, the, we boarded the plane and it was hot. Like outside was cold and rainy. But inside the airplane, hot. <laughs> like they like they had been partying in there or something. Probably. Probably. They were all doing calisthenics. Yes. The last flight. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I, it's that. And then there's, um, you know, these, uh, these shows that I'm doing, you know, there's a lot of people there. And they, I, I've always hated the sort of like, the the people that it's a job but you know the people that are there to like guide you you know um there's not so many that there's not so much people like this at the airport be like i get these events i'll be like you know there's people like the people in the front be like okay now look for the people in the green vest they'll tell you where to go and you got people in this green vest be like doing um what's the the scarecrow from uh, Wizard of Oz, like some people go left, some people go right, some people go both ways. Yeah, I was thinking of yeah. like the the guy with the little sticks. Yeah, yeah, there's a there's a term for it, but uh, it's it's slipping minimum my wage mind. worker. That's what they call <laughs> <them>. <laughs> expendable. Um, yeah, <laughs> and it just reminds me of like you know sheepdog herding cattle, and it, it's always given me an icky feeling. Yeah, of of like people being treated that way and don't get me don't get me wrong most people deserve to be deserve treated that it. way just yeah. not me <laughs> <laughs> i'm better than these mouth yeah. breathers yeah no the the thing that um the thing that i hate about the the cattle call those guide people is like i'm a level of intelligent where I don't really need those people. No. I have a I have a connecting flight. I'm in Terminal C. My, my you know my I we landed in Terminal C, which tells me on my boarding pass. Uh, my connecting flight is in Terminal A. I I know I need to go get to Terminal A, so I get out of the airport and and people will get out of that gangway and they'll be like, "Where's Terminal? Where's Terminal A? You see that big fucking sign that says Terminal A and has an arrow <laughs> pointing that way towards the shuttles? Yeah." It's that way. You even the fucking moron. Even the biggest airports. Uh, like I was, you know, I, I was, I was in DFW recently, which is is like it's just a, DFW is just a city. It's its own city within Dallas. Yeah. Um, even that has like it's like. Have you never driven before? Have you never even been on a road before? You know those big green things on the road? They tell you where to go. Like the airport has that too, buddy. Yeah. Uh, people do this in theater all the time, right? You'll buy a ticket to a show mm. and then it'll be like, I'm in house right section. I'm in row 
G C eight. Yeah. And people will come in routinely, hand me their ticket and go, or not even really hand me my ticket. They're just like, where are my seats? And then, and then I, they'll just be like holding the ticket out. Right. And then I have to crane my head and kind of lean around the ticket and look at it and be like, you're in house. Right. Uh, and, and it's like talking to an eight year old, right? You go like, yeah, you're in yeah. house. Right. This is the right-hand side. You're in row G. G is A, B, C, D, E, F, G. You're seven rows in the front. You're in seat 11. The numbers start on the right-hand side. You'll be 11 seats in. Have a nice day, you fucking moron. Yeah. And, and like, you should be able to look, as an adult person, you should be able to look at that and, and know where you're going. But inevitably, people... I did a show a couple months ago where people were all kinds of in the wrong fucking spots. And the intermission, we had, we had to go tell them to, and, and rearrange them around. And it's like, no, these people, some one, one group got to the theater. I shit you not 7 PM show, 6 15, a pre-show like music thing started yeah. 7 PM. The show starts Seven fifty-five. These fucking people walk in the door. Wow. Yeah. You're not just late. You are insultingly late. You Five are minutes, Peter Parker in Spider-Man 2 late. <laughs> Five minutes after they, so they walk in, they come right up to the light board and they're like, someone's in our seat. Yeah. Those people got here on time. Where the fuck you been? Look at that ticket. What time does the ticket say that the show starts? Does it say 755? No, it doesn't. What is your fucking watch running on Chinese time, you fucking moron? <laughs> uh, and so then five minutes later, intermission happens. Like, you should just fucking stay outside and then come in an intermission, yeah. you giant asshole. Uh, <laughs> I remember going so, to a show. Yeah, like, you need, you need these cattle calls because the vast majority of people, this is why we'll all go willingly get on the trains and go straight to Auschwitz. Because it'll just be like, uh, yeah, there's candy on this train if you guys get on there. And we'll be like, oh, candy. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, follow the people in the skull caps. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, and everything's like that. The, there's, there's the you know, leaving big concerts, the big concert venues, and there'll just be this mass of humanity leaving the, leaving, you know, the arena and flooding out with no real plan on where they're going or how they're getting out of there. Nope. And then they get all like upset that they're sitting there. What's going on? Why can't I get out of this parking lot? I paid $35 to park directly (laughs) in front of the venue. Like, yeah, that's where all the people are walking. Yeah. If you had walked an extra two blocks, you would have paid less. You'd been able to get the fuck out of town. That is really bad. I I haven't been in that situation for a long time uh, because I plan these kind of things. Mm -hmm. But yeah, being like, yeah, getting getting out with traffic from a big event, it's... Mm -hmm. No bueno. I've always thought that, so with airlines specifically, Southwest can do it, right? Because Southwest has a, Southwest has a, um, you know, they're doing the cattle call deal, but with yeah, other yeah. airlines, you have assigned seating. I've always wondered why they don't, instead of being like, our priority plus boarding members, feel yeah. free to board right now. Board the plane back to front. Back to front. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, rows, you know, row double Z seats one through five, you're boarding now. Rows 
double Y seats one through five, you're boarding yeah. now. But they like it'll board all over, and then you'll have someone who's sitting in the back of the plane, but walks on the plane and goes like, "I'm putting my bag right here in the oh, first fucking overhead that, thing," and then it causes the problems for the whole rest of the fucking flight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's there's someone on Twitch who wants to offer us promotion of our channel, viewers, followers, chat and chatbots. Boy, this sounds like a real, a real thing. Picky Parker's in a nutshell. Yeah, those people you'll see in Walmart parking lots, like sitting there waiting for this one guy to pull out, and and then you'll park at the back of the parking lot, walk yeah, past yeah. their car, get your things, walk out, and they're like, and they're still the waiting. Car. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like if you had just walked an extra ten feet, which you look like you needed to, you fat fuck, uh, you'd be have done shopping by now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, the worst is like when um when someone's like in in row F and it, it you know cuz you you it, you're you're right in a sense like we should board back to front because we leave front to back. Mm-hmm. So you get to like row F and someone in row F is like, "Sorry, I have to squeeze past all these people that are that are standing in the aisle because I had to put my bag I got on, you know, later but i had I had an upfront seat and i had to put my bag like at the back of the plane and so you've got like uh now now like that person's luggage is crowd surfing through the, <laughs> the airplane trying to get to him yeah and in those cases right that person's like oh my bag is at the back of the plane then sit the fuck down and wait yeah. you're gonna have to wait until everyone else is off this fucking plane dude uh, yeah, I, the the other cattle call thing I hate is when there you would go to like a movie premiere, right? And this is after when it was when it was general mission seating, I didn't mind it as much, but now it's assigned seating and they'll like they'll herd you into the little stanchions, right? And they're like, "All right, who's ready to see Ant-Man 3: The Antilvania?" And they open up that little thing and everyone's like, "Oh!" F seven. That's my seat. All right. Like, <laughs> I'm glad I ran. I'm glad I ran in here full sprint. <laughs> like those are the pictures like the, of black Friday that we imagine. And yes. they've, yeah. that no longer exists because black Friday starts like, well, I'm sure there are black Friday sales starting right now. Oh, the yeah, 7th yeah. of March. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it used to be like the store doesn't open until 5am and the people be all camped out and they'd have the news people there. Like, all right, and they do the big count. Oh, there yeah, it'd be news. It'd be like, look at all these people sitting out bass outside Bass Pro Shop. Like, yeah, uh-huh. look at all those fucking morons. Well, here, let them in. They go charging in for their fucking deals. Yeah, we really, we really are just, uh, we're barely human. Yeah, uh, it's time. It's time to uh, call to the just herd. Admit it. Yeah, well, call the herd. <laughs> call the herd would be one of them. No, I I want uh, I know PBR happened in Tulsa like a, in the last week, it couple did. of weeks. Yeah, yeah. And you know, you go when you do that show, they have that the cattle railing all the way yes. up into the arena. We really just need that everywhere, just like we cattle do, railing yeah. down the middle of the aisles at Walmart and Target. Cattle railing in the airports. Guys standing around with 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 prods. <laughs> yeah, pr- prodding people who stop stand. grazing. <laughs> we got, I gotta take a selfie here to let people know that I landed in my for my transfer flight in Dallas Fort Worth. No one gives a shit. Get the fuck on out of here. Go to get on your little bus and ride to the next terminal. No, no one has no one has ever seen a picture taken from the window of an airplane inside of an airplane of the wing in the sky. 
Back. Back, you animals. <laughs> That's what they need. Is So airplanes should be like, there should be the inner tube. Uh-huh. Where the people are, and then the outer tube is the actual outside of the of the airplane. And yeah. on the inside, the, you open up the window, and there should just be like movies playing. Stop fucking looking out the window like you give a shit. <laughs> you look out there during taxiing and takeoff, and you're like, oh, oh, look, road. Oh, look, the sky. All right, I'm bored. And you close it, and then they're like, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're about to make our descent. And suddenly you're glued back to that window. Like, <laughs> fuck off. They should just put a, put everyone inside the tube and like put them in. Airplanes should be um, sensory deprivation tanks. Yeah, you get in there. Well, that's you, how I fly, anyways. Yeah, four right? hours I, I later, s- they open up the hatch. Hey, uh, you're in Dallas. Get the fuck out. Yeah, like that's how I fly, anyways. Like I, I, I find my seat. I get situated. I pull out like um, my Kindle and my listening device. I put my IEMs in. Mm-hmm. And I put my music on and then I read um, or just kind of, you know, sit there and listen to music. And then all, uh, and, you know, and the window's shut. And eventually I, it's, it's oh, oh, we're landing. Oh, sweet. Awesome. Let's get out of here. <laughs> yeah, uh, another thing that cattle, like, I think this is our natural state because fast food places, they used to have like built in stanchions to wind yeah. you through. And it was yeah. weird because I still have that. I've never been to a fast food place and seen more than like four people there. So I'm wondering in what, like I'm wondering a world where you're, you're queuing in line. Like, Oh man, what do I want? Do I want a double quarter pounder or a single quarter pounder or a big Mac? Like, Oh, you know what? I'll get the same fucking thing. I've ordered McDonald's every time I've come to McDonald's for the last 15 or 20 years. Like you don't have a go-to. Yeah. Everyone's got a fucking go-to when they go to those places. Uh, Yeah. Well, like, the movie theater, man, you remember movie theaters and they'd have, you know, that they'd have the ticket still office do. there and you'd have Some to like zigzag do. through the fucking thing to get to the, the front. The, of the one line. I usually go to, uh, closest to me still has that. It has like, it has the, and that's, that, <laughs> that one's great. Cause it has like the regular red stanchions and then the gold stanchions for the like elite members. Yeah. You get to go around the, you get to go straight past these people. The, the wag, yeah, the wagyu breed gets to go around and eat the good food. Uh, yeah, I just, um, I think we need it. Like I understand it as a don't get because, because you are, you're, you're a human. Yeah. But I, I really, I, you know, the more and more I spend around people and the more and more I see this world, I'm like, yeah, no, no, we definitely, we should be cramming people through these. Systems. I mean, that's what, I mean, school really. Yeah. So kind of sets you up for all that shit, like stand in a line, uh, you know, right in line with the person behind you, put your arm against the shoulder or put yeah. your shoulder against the wall, you know, at all times, never, never move. And that's where the, like, that's where the conditioning starts to be. Just go where you're told. Don't think. Just act. It's got to, and here's the thing, it's got to be hell on the people, like on the, the callers, the cattle callers, like, Mm -hmm. like (laughs) the difference in my um, flight to the, the TSA difference in my flight to Arizona and my flight from Arizona last week could not have been more different. Like to Arizona was just like, it was like, you know, the rules, like, it's like, I mean, like there were probably people in there that had like there were kids there have never probably never flown before adults have probably never flown before, but it didn't seem like the, like the loudspeaker of instructions, you know, 
it was like I, I knew what to do, so I was ready, and I could. No one was telling me exactly what to do. You know what I mean? But on the way back, I had to. I had to sit in a stanchion line for thirty minutes while well, the guy is just shouting at you the same instructions. Yes, and I the one guy. This is how because by the time I got up to the actual see your security part, the guy was like, he was like. You could see he just had like the worst day and he's like leaning on something. He's like, okay, for the last time, if you've got anything bigger than your phone, if it's, and he's like listing the things off, like like the, the back of his hand, specific, go in this line, specific things too. Right. Because, because yes. uh, is, is my iPad bigger than my phone? <laughs> yes. Is my iPad mini bigger than my phone? Pull your fucking phone out and hold up every other electronic device you yeah. have next to it. If it's bigger, put it in a fucking bin by itself, you fucking moron. That's yeah. what they want to say, but they're not allowed yes. to say that. Of course yeah, not. The, the last time I flew, which was a couple of years ago, and I was flying out of Portland, and the guy is just like, if you have a Kindle, if you have a Paperwhite, if you have an uh -huh. iPad, if you have an Android tablet, if you have a laptop, if you have a Surface Pro, if, and he's just like, and he has to list the specific brand, and I'm surprised it wasn't like, if you have an iPad Gen 3, if you have an iPad Gen 4, if you have an iPad Pro, if you have an iPad Pro 2, if you have an iPad Pro 17, and just like, because yeah. these people would... And then inevitably, someone would get up to the front of the line, they'd scan the bag, and then they'd mm -hmm. be like, they'd have the bag, and they'd be like, there's a fucking iPod Pro in this fucking bag, you yeah. fucking moron! You stood there and listened to this man shout this a hundred times, and the entire time, you're staring into space just like, well, they're not talking to me. I distinctly remember the lady behind me on the way back was in the line for I have something bigger than a my phone. Yeah. Her and thing bigger than her phone was her Apple Watch. <laughs> Cause I guess if you like take it off <laughs> and hold it up like a watch, it's probably bigger than your phone. If you hold your your phone at arm's length and the Apple Watch <laughs> up to your head, you're like, oh my God, it's so big. Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> and the, lady, uh, the guy was just like, "You can put that back on, ma'am." Is that your is that your electronic item bigger than your phone, ma'am? Please step into this, <laughs> this actual super deluxe line we have for you. You're gonna take yeah. you back to this back room. It's just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oxman Livestream makes a good point. The P TSA deserves dealing with those people because they're the same retards just with a badge. That, that He's actually completely accurate. <laughs> the only thing I wish is I wish I wish there was like a hand signal, right? Where you could like you could walk up to the deal mm -hmm. and just be like, hey, man, I uh, I read the sign. I've got my laptop, my Kindle, my phone, ready to put them in some bins. Let's it's called. It. Yeah, it's called. T it's TSA called pre TSA pre-check. Yeah. yeah. That's great if you fly all the time like you. Yeah, fly, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get that pretty soon. once in 2021, and I will fly once this year. Yeah. I mean, the good thing is it lasts for five years. Mm. Once you yeah, but even, even like spreading that out because it's what, like a hundred bucks? Even, even it's, it's, I think it's $75 now. They, they cheapened it. They, they made it. Yeah. It's still, cheaper. it's like even if you bucks fly, even if you fly once a year regularly, that's yeah, yeah. It, 
but yeah, those people, they need those lines. They need to be yelled at because they will make dumb decisions. Like, yeah. is my watch bigger than a phone? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't be able to do that kind of job because I would, I would make it like a day. I would make yeah, it a yeah. day. Some woman would show up and be like, I have my Apple watch here, sir. And I'd just be like, that's smaller than a phone. That is smaller than a phone, you dumb bitch. You know what? You don't get to fly today. Come back tomorrow. Maybe you can fucking figure it out then. Go mm-hmm. back to the front fucking desk. Tell them you're too fucking stupid to understand larger than and smaller than a phone. And then they'll fucking rebook your ticket, you dumb cunt. And they'd be like, uh, Tab, I need you to come back in the back room. No! No, all you fucking people need to hear this. The fucking airport's closed. You guys can't fucking figure it out? No flights. My uh, fucking terrorists can get their shit through and you people can't do it. Come on. My favorite part of that, uh, that whole airport experience was getting out of that security line. And I'm, and then I'm waiting for my coworker, um, who was with me when we went into the line and the people next to him, um, were these two Hispanic women mm-hmm. and the TSA lady was, I could, I, I overheard as we were walking away saying, Ladies, we're going to have to have a chat about those teddy bears you're bringing. Mm. They're full of drugs. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Anyway. The, oh, my, my least, that was my favorite part. My least favorite part was um, seeing that a hot and, hot and ready personal pizza was $20. Yeah. Because it has to go through a big TSA pre-check to get through the yeah, fucking eat it. <laughs> That's how the dough rises. They, yeah, talking about how the federal government needs to uh, regulate things. They should really regulate airport food prices to be Gee. something that a normal person could afford sometime in their yeah. lifetime. Yeah. Uh, not have to finance a personal pan pizza. Have you seen that? <laughs> have you seen where, like, on Domino's, you can now pay with uh, one of those. You oh, know, a firm or whatever. Places. Yeah, a firm. Really? Yeah. That's funny. And it's like, oh, you pay, order now and pay later. It's like, if you can't get a large Domino's pizza without <laughs> financing it, you Yikes. shouldn't be ordering from Domino's. Yeah. Well, uh, that brings us to the middle of our episode, which means it's time for... Episode is brought to you in parts by Riketa News Network. Is definitely not fake news. Well, Tim, what news do we have today? Uh, our first news story comes to us from our childhoods. Uh, our childhoods were filled with um, many many things of nostalgia. I don't know about you, but uh, this actually wasn't part of my regular regular part of my childhood, and that's a uh, Sunny D. Oh, I love Sunny D. Now I have had Sunny D, and it is good, and definitely not orange juice. <laughs> It's yeah. it's a different thing. It, it's um, Sunny D is like I don't even know if Sunny D is technically a liquid. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Do you remember yeah, like, yeah, the yeah, feeling yeah. of Sunny D in uh-huh. your mouth, which is? <laughs> <laughs> but it was it wasn't like it wasn't like other liquids in your mouth. It no. had a, a weird. Almost, it was almost like it never actually touched the inside surface of your mouth. Yeah. It, there was like a, a small layer of air constantly yes. separating yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, 
now that you're uh, older, Tab, wonder if you'd be uh, uh, wonder if you would enjoy Sunny D's newest addition to their line, Sunny D Vodka Seltzer. No, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think so. Um, <laughs> available in four packs of twelve ounce slim cans, each can brings a bold orange flavor and is four point five percent ABV. 95 calories and made with real fruit juice and includes zero grams of sugar. The, 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 <laughs> that's a lie. I guarantee you yeah, it's just no a straight up true. lie <laughs> because <laughs> like orange juice is already like, like, like naturally squeezed orange. Like I'm talking like fresh, freshly squeezed orange juice, incredibly sugary. Yeah. Cause oranges Despite them, you know, being known as sour fruits, they've got a plenty Secrets. of sugar in them. Oh, you Sunny know what? D. <clears throat> Sunny D doesn't have sugar in it, Tim. It's got high fructose corn syrup. High fructose <laughs> corn syrup. It's sugar free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what they're pulling. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so sugar, sugar free. You know, uh, sugar free Dr Pepper. It's good for you. What's yeah. in it? Oh, you fuckload of caffeine and high fructose corn syrup. Uh-huh. Don't ask questions. Just consume product. Yeah. Uh, I've got another news story, and I thought this one was, you know, not to call you Nostradamus or anything, uh, but uh, in New York City, according to the police, mm-hmm. um, uh they they've they have been seeing so much crime since the pandemic started mm-hmm. uh that they are now uh urging businesses to unmask customers before they let them in the stores Because some cust- some businesses are banning customers from entering the premises with with masks on. Yeah. Weird. Weird how taking away our faces suddenly makes us willing to do th- crazy uh-huh. things, terrible things to one another. I mean, we. I mean, which was funny because, like, I remember when lockdown when the lockdown happened, or like right, you know, before and like in right after, like we saw these videos of like people like just brazenly stealing stuff. Mm-hmm. Not wearing masks. Yeah. Like people just walking in and just taking things and like the people in there being like, you can't, you're stealing. And they're just like, yeah, whatever. I'm taking all this stuff. It's, it's, I can do whatever I, I want now, I guess. I, it's the wild west, man. I saw this great video of a lady, like accosting a woman who was stealing from a Michaels or somewhere like that. Right. It was mm-hmm. like, she was stealing a bunch of crayons and the woman's she like grabs her purse and she's like, dump your purse out, dump your purse out. You have a bunch of our shit in your purse. And the woman's trying to get away and she ends up like ripping her purse and ripping her mm-hmm. sweater. She's like, stop, stop. I'm going to call the police. I'm going to call the police. <laughs> and the lady that works at the store goes, fucking do it. Fucking call the police. Call the police. Yeah. Call them right now. Call them right now. And oh man, it was so great. Yeah. I'm sure she got fired. Oh yeah, probably. Yeah. You're not allowed to touch these customers. Fuck them, man. I love the videos of, um, of like the person has been caught and they're at like at the register and, and they're like, okay, keep, keep going. They're like pulling stuff out of their pockets and they're wearing like a big coat. Right. And they look like a, like a, they look the size of a normal person and they end up being like 
like the size of a tweaked out meth head because they've just got so much stuff packed. They've, they're like, they like shoved a ham up their legs. Uh, just like, uh, who's the lady that's in Beetlejuice? Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder. Yeah. yeah. Remember she was busted for shoplifting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I've got a news story here from dad cucks. Uh, Donald Dilbuck, 59, faced the death death penalty after being convicted of murdering Faye Lamb Van in 1990, committing a crime after escaping from a work-release catering job after as because he was already serving a life sentence for stabbing a man and murdering a county deputy in 1979. <clears throat> During his 1990 escape, he attempted to carjack Faye Van's vehicle outside uh, the the catering company and stabbed her fatally so you know this guy is a bad dude right yeah yeah yeah. well he's the hundredth person to be executed since 1979 um and anti-capital punishment advocates fought against him being consented to death Uh and they they appealed to the supreme court saying that he had a neural neural neurological condition due to fetal alcohol syndrome the High Court rejected the appeal, and Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSantis signed the death warrant. So uh, he was he was lethally injected on Thursday and pronounced dead. But uh, according to reports, he he admitted that he really messed up and hurt people when he was young. But then contended that Ron DeSantis has done a lot worse. <laughs> He's taken from a lot of people. Said the convicted murderer before he died. I speak for all men, women, and children. Ron DeSantis and other people like him can suck our dicks. And then they pushed the needle and killed the guy. Wow. Now, I don't know. I don't know where you stand on Ron DeSantis. And uh-huh. I and I know a lot of people are like, I love Ron DeSantis. I hate Ron DeSantis. Regardless, um, mm-hmm. who do you want to side with? Convicted murderers? Food for thought. When convicted murderers are like, I don't like this guy. I'm kind of like, mm. <laughs> mm. Uh, like if Nambla, if Nambla was like, we don't like this person. I'd be like, mm, yeah, that guy sounds pretty good. <laughs> anyway. uh, well, I've got, I've got one last news story here. All right. Um, <coughs> So uh, there is a Japanese musician named Rie Takahashi who uh, is was giving a concert in Japan. And uh, she's known for mostly for being a voice actor on a very popular uh, video game called Genshin Impact. It's one of those uh, anime waifu games. Um, but uh, they also have appeared in movies and shows and stuff. Anyways, um. So she's she's putting on a concert soon, uh, or I guess this was a couple weeks ago. She's putting on a concert a couple weeks ago, and just to make sure everyone was on the up and up, she tweeted out a hand drawn um, guide to like, hey, how to enjoy your first oh, concert of mine, one. and uh, you know there was some pretty sensible advice like putting your valuables in a secure bag. Um, but then uh, the most important advice for the, uh, you know, the sweaty uh, man children that we're going to go see here. Cause you know, you, you think 
you think anime waifu uh, game, it's not going to be 13-year-old girls screaming in the audience. It's going to be a bunch of man babies. It's going to be a bunch uh, of Magic the Gathering players. That guy yes, <laughs> which is why the guide included a section which asked fans to thoroughly clean themselves before attending her performance. Disgusting. Uh, this took a form of an infographic showing a person cutting their nails and washing with soap and water, explaining how this would prevent other people from being bothered by excessive body odor. <laughs> that is so... It, oh, man. Uh, we were having this discussion the other day because one guy's in the other shop. He comes in and he's like, hey how would you approach telling someone that they need to like take a shower more often? And I was oh, like, man. you pull them aside and you go, you fucking stink. <laughs> he's like, I don't think we can do that. I'm like, yeah, you yeah. absolutely need to do that. Someone needs to tell them if you can't pussyfoot around it, you can't just be like, Oh, Hey, you know, as a shot, you got to take that guy as a shot, as you know, as announcements, like to everyone on the crew, you know, be sure to, uh, take care of, you know, wear extra deodorant and stuff. You got to pull that guy aside and be like, you smell like a fucking nasty ass. You need to go home right now, shower off, wash your ass, put on some fucking deodorant, mm-hmm. put on some fucking cologne, come back here so you don't smell like a fucking nasty pit. Uh, there was, uh, it's funny because I was actually, I went out to dinner with my friend and his wife and his, the other day, and his wife was telling me about this guy that she used to work with that basically like never bathed. And I was, I was just like that. No, she, and and so she like they go work, they work off site, and so he they were driving together. Eight a.m. in the morning, he does this move, you know, runs his hands through his hair and let off a wave of bo that made her wretch. And I was like, I I tell oh, him yeah. to get the fuck out of my car, get the fuck out of my car, drive your own fucking car to the work site today. When I work, when I worked uh, retail, and when I was working overnights, there was one night where I'm, I've told you this before, and I probably said it on the show, but yeah, it was there was I had been there for a while, and there was a new guy, and the manager was like, "Hey, Tim, show this new guy the ropes," and um, sure, and uh, hey, Tim, how's it going? You know, your name's John or whatever, and we're working, and we're, it's just just the two of us in a, in an aisle, and I caught a whiff of something. I was like, maybe it's just sometimes like, you know, winds are drifting and, you know, maybe, maybe it's, it's not him. Maybe it's ghost me. <laughs> but then it's, then you sniff it again. It's like, it's not me. It's no, it's definitely not me. It's I, this is bad. And it was like, oh man, I gotta, I gotta tell him. I, like, I gotta tell him. And then, but, but at one point it was so bad that I was like, okay, you sit there and you, you go do that, buddy. And I had to like leave the aisle to get fresh air. And by then it had uh, it had spread. Everyone was like, "Is that the new guy?" And it was like, "Yeah, that's the that's the new guy there." Um, and so the, man- the manager was like, "I'll do it. I'll be the one to do it." And then he didn't show up his next shift. Well, the- I, we've talked about this before on the show, but one of my biggest phobias is. The thought that, that I might you, stink, you stink, and, and no one's no one's anything. telling you, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm very fastidious about like trying to shower as uh, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> regu- yawn, stretch, and okay, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, shower regularly, like wear deodorant, wear cologne, just like 
if I get real sweaty, I don't, if I like have a day where I'm really working, I'm real sweaty mm-hmm. at work. And then it's like, Oh, Hey, we're going to go out to dinner. You know, I'm going to meet these people for dinner. We're going to go out for drinks or something. If at all possible, I will go home and shower. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and, and I, so I just, I can't imagine people that like that live. And I know, I know there's the myth that you can't smell your own BO, mm-hmm. which is, is true. I think up to a threshold up to a point. Yeah. But like I've definitely had those days where like, you know, you're out oh, working yeah. in the yard and, yes. you're, and Absolutely. you're like, Whoa, I've, you know, I've really worked up a funk. Uh-huh. Good thing. I was already planning on showering today. Like my regular schedule of showering, like a normal fucking human being. Yeah. Ugh. Or even just like this, like, I think, I mean, I mean, I think as humans, we all know the smell of sweat. Yeah. Like there's a certain like, oh, this person has been sweating. Not like it's it's not necessarily a bad smell because they can be sweating and, you know, you know, have you know, be wearing deodorant. But there is a certain smell that comes with sweat. And, and when you sweat enough, you smell it on yourself. Yeah. Ugh. Disgusting, disgusting people, those anime fans. Dude, it's it's. It's just crowds in general. I don't know what it is, but you know, I've been to enough concerts to know it's just crowds in general. Yeah. That's my favorite game to play at Canes is is it weed or BO? <laughs> Spoiler alert, it's both. It's both. Well, uh, this has been The Brigada News Network. Definitely not fake news. And that takes care of our legal obligation this week, Tim, but you know what doesn't take care of? Buying other people deodorant. <laughs> and if you want to help us buy the world deodorant, you can visit us at subscribestar.com forward slash HWIDG, tip.hwidg.com, and patreon.com forward slash HWIDG, which stands for. Here's what I don't get. And that is the name of the show. And over there, we have on Patreon, we have five tiers of the one buck tier, which gets you early access to each week's episode, plus our monthly mini sods. Uh, Tony and Buck did a one recently that I have not yet edited because I have had the worst two weeks of of all time. Um, then we have our $2 tier. We throw the random bits and bobs later this month, Tim and I, maybe more will definitely be doing a review of John wick chapter four. Yes. With the greatest film of a generation. Yeah. Possibly. I think I, I think I already have tickets. I don't have tickets yet because I have not figured out what theater I'm going to. There's an AMC that I was going to go to. I'm like, that's kind of close to work. It's not inconvenient on the way home. Uh, and then AMC was like, we're going to start charging people more to sit in the center of the seating. And I was like, well, you guys can get fucked forever then, AMC. Uh, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, now, I have, to, now, now, yeah, now I have to plan my work schedule around it. Because John Wick, yeah. Yeah. Well, can't, that plus yeah. my flight, yeah. Can't come in today, boss. Well, why? What's going on? Uh, John Wick. John Wick 4. Yeah. yeah. It's a national holiday. Yes. <laughs> Oh, we have Wickness. our $5 tier where we do the random uh, our bonus episodes. Here's what I do get. We drop the hate and talk about what's great. I think Joel and I are doing one of those this week. Uh, we have our $10 tier where you, the fans, submit a film. You vote on what film we watch, and we watch and record a feature of the commentary. We'll be doing more of those. Uh, and then finally, our $50 Spike Producer tier where you get a say in the show. You can ask for a special guest. You can ask for a change of format. Anything that we can do... Um, we will do so to satisfy you, the viewers. So thank you to everyone, all of our patrons and supporters, big and small across all the different platforms. We really appreciate it. And without you, um, the show would not still be going 328 uninterrupted episodes, which is a number that, that very few podcasts are able to maintain because they are, um, well, let's just face it. They're weak. <laughs> <sighs> 
you don't need glasses, you're weak. Uh, but uh, let's get back to some issues, Tim. Here's my real issue this week. Here's what I don't get. Premature praise. Uh, so Star Trek Picard season three is out right now. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I did a, I did a video about this, but I want to talk about it on like the proper feed. Uh, everyone's talking about how great Star Trek Picard season three is and that like it's a breath of fresh air in comparison to all the stuff going on in media today. And I just cannot help but feel like this is I feel like I'm taking crazy pills <laughs> because I get it. Like they have they have pushed the bar so low with everything else that they've done that like competence competence in, in yeah. filmmaking these days appears to be uh, amazing work. Like we were talking yeah. about the uh, new Puss and Bus. Puss in Boots movie, and that's getting a lot of praise. And it's like, oh, because it's just a simple story of like a cat going on an adventure. It has an interesting little art style, and and people are, people are like losing their minds because everything we see is so like weighed down by politics and and just all the stupid shit that's in there. That it's like when we watch Grandma's Boy. We watch Grandma's Boy and Beer yeah, Fest back to back, Fest, yeah. or in, in like the same week. Yeah. And Tim was like, "Oh, I'd much rather watch Beer Fest. Grandma's Boy is going to be terrible." But then in watching both movies, like Grandma's Boy, it had set up some payoffs. It had jokes. Yeah. It had bits. Like they had a plot that made sense. And Beer Fest just like a movie where a bunch of things happened and then it was over. And you were like, "All right then." Yeah. And like just the just the sheer competence of grandma's boy made it made it feel a lot better than it is and that's the way i like a lot of movies i've been watching i'll watch older movies and i think i enjoy them more now because it's just oh they made a movie they told the story i watched uh hardcore henry last night yeah i had never i hadn't seen it but it's the same director as the guy who did nobody and so uh he was talking about that movie and i was like well maybe i'll finally check it out was it great no did I get to see Chartel Copley get killed like 11 times? Yes. <laughs> Was that worth it? Absolutely. Like <laughs> it wasn't stunning. It wasn't this amazing story. It was a, but it was, it was competently done. Everything kind of made sense. It had nice like action payoff and it was an interesting concept. And so like, I watched the whole movie and yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. Oh, th that was fine. I don't think I'd watch it again, but I enjoyed yeah. it. And Prior to watching Hardcore Henry, I had I wasn't like, oh, Hardcore Henry's bad. I was just like, I've never seen it. It seems like a neat idea, but I don't like first person shooters, so I don't think it'd be for me. Like it, I feel like it kind of make me sick to my stomach. Which I was yeah. surprised. It was actually it wasn't as disorienting as I thought it was going to be. Probably because uh, they because because they're not they weren't like faking first person. They were actually doing first person. Yes, and and that director like that was his shtick. Like he had done yeah. music videos in that style before. So he knew what he was doing. And yeah, that that's, that's all part of it too. But what I didn't do is I didn't talk about how great hardcore Henry was before I watched, like after I watched the first 10 minutes, mm -hmm. I didn't like get on my phone and go like Tim trucking and tucking. Yeah. Have you seen hardcore Henry? It is amazing. Oh my God. It's the most amazing movie I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. Yeah. I did text you guys after I finished it. I was like, have you guys watched that movie? Have you yeah. seen it? And I think the answer was to both was no. No, yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, 
I don't know. If you find if you find yourself looking for something to watch and it sure, pops sure. up, it's yeah, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. So what's which what's, is a glowing recommendation for you, really? It really, it really is, and and I'm very guarded about my recommendations. I've been very guarded about media in the last ten years because. Like everyone was talking about the boys. Oh, the boys is so great. There's no politics. It's like you know, just like fun superhero shit. And I was I shat on it right away because I I knew I could like feel it in my bones. <laughs> and and everyone's like, oh nope, didn't season two didn't get woke. Fuck you, Tab. You fucking moron. You're so stupid. You should be watching the boys. Boys, 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 boys. Talk about social media. I love the boys. I love boys. I'm gonna fuck boys in my sleep. I love boys so much. Right. That's how rabid they were yeah. in season three. Oh, this is a piece of shit. Game of Thrones. Oh, I, it's the greatest show of all time. You got to be watching it. You got to be watching the Game of Thrones. And it's like, I, I grew up when, when Lost was on TV and uh, everyone was yeah. bat shit and saying about Lost. And then what happened? Turns out the show fucking sucks at the end. And the same thing happened at Game of Thrones. And you would think that with those kind of learning examples, if you watch one good episode of a show that has otherwise been terrible, you wouldn't get out on the fucking internet and be like, it's fucking redeemed itself. <laughs> it's so good. All this stuff is really like Red Letter Media is praising Picard season three. Uh, Critical Drinkers praising Picard season three. The fucking Phantom Menace guys are praising it. Like, oh, Doomcock's out there like, they got rid of the woke stuff. I think they're finally learning. There are nine more episodes, you fucking morons. <laughs> It's like it's it would be like in a in a 500 meter dash, right? The, they blow the gun, you run 50 meters, and then you're like, nailed it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like if you if you were playing a game show and you had to answer a, a question, and then there was a follow up yeah. question, and that was how you actually won the uh -huh. five thousand dollars. And they're yeah, like, yeah. yeah, you won, but you but then like the timer's just ticking down. <laughs> you have to wait, like Reacher. I did not recommend Reacher, and I didn't watch the first episode of the show and go, this is pretty good, everyone should watch it. I watched yeah. the whole fucking season, and even then I was like, this first season is pretty good, it's pretty true to the book, I, like I would recommend it. I, I don't even know if I said I recommend it, I think I was just like, I liked it. Yeah. And But even then, like season two comes out, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to watch one episode of season two and be like, they did it again, yeah! <laughs> I'm going to watch the full 10, 12 episodes and then go, yeah. Oh, it's pretty good. Like, I, I just, I don't understand how you could possibly take this victory lap one episode in. Like, they have nine episodes to send this shit into the the crapper, and yeah. it's crazy because when season two came out, the first episode, all these same people were like, "Uh, it's it's you know, it's fine. It's, it's starting out pretty good. We'll see where they take it with it." Red Letter Media, they're like, "I'll give this a pass, and this a pass, and this a pass, and this a pass, and this a pass, this a pass, and this a pass, and this a pass, and this a pass, and this a pass." Assuming they pay it all off at the end. Yeah. Guess what, fuckos? Ain't happening. It's the same thing. It's the exact same thing, but uh, all your friends are here now, so you just you're happier. Yeah. <laughs> I, it, yeah, it's, I mean, it would be, it would be like writing a movie review after watching the first thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah. And especially, especially with the way TV is made today, right? Like, you could probably take TNG and write a review of TNG based on five episodes of the entire the entire series, the hundred seventy episodes, or whatever it is. Take one episode per season. 
and write a review on the show. And just only based on those those seven episodes. So you have seven episodes, one from each season. Write a review based on those episodes. And if you kept it generic enough, you could probably plug and play any episode of the show about it. Because it's yeah, an episodic yeah. show. Like, it, it pretty much falls into these same They're going to find some weird aliens, time. and Troy's going to get raped by an, by an alien <laughs> again. Yeah, they're, they'll, like, find some aliens. There'll be a challenge. They'll over The, the B-plot will... Kind of combine with the A plot to help them figure it out, and then they'll solve the mystery. Yeah. And then they fly off to the next adventure. Like, but with the these long, especially, and you know, there are season long shows like uh, you know, American Horror Story was an anthology where yeah. one season would be one whole story, and then the next season would be a new whole new story, but it was still one season long. Yes, but then you have shows like Lost and Twenty Four. And even 24, it was kind of like one season was one story. And then there was the overall story. Yeah. yeah, Like Breaking Bad. If you think about the first season of Breaking Bad, is Mm -hmm. it good? Yeah. Yeah. Is it amazing? No. That show doesn't really get good until like Gus Fring comes along. Same thing with Better Call Saul. First season of Better Call Saul. Is it good? Sure. Is it great? Not really. Yeah. Yeah. And and those are like one giant consecutive story that has to be told, not just a little episodic deal. And I just like, they fucking take this victory lap. Oh yeah. We, we nailed it. We bullied uh paramount plus into making the TV show <laughs> that we want. And it's just like in this sea of shit, the corn is the most appealing thing. Yeah. <laughs> They've, they have released a piece of corn. Into the hey, stream. Hey, shit, cover a piece of corn. <laughs> and, and everyone's like, yeah, there's some corn coming. We're going to get this corn. There's a lot more corn where that came from. Like, yeah, it's still shitty corn. And maybe there's not more corn. Maybe yeah. that's just the one little bit of, bit of corn. Like, and there, uh, the, the, the problem is like the way the internet works today, like this, these first episodes where they're like, I love this show. will just get forgotten about when they do another blanket review of the series and be like, yeah, oh, this show is so bad. Picard <laughs> doesn't make any sense. And that, and no one will remember this because we all have the attention span of goldfish now. And we yeah. have, that's why we have to be herded through the airports like cattle because we can't look at our boarding pass and go like, I'm in terminal B. I landed in terminal C. Oh my God. Yeah. Like we have to be herded there. And so we'll be herded along. People will watch every fucking episode two review, episode three review, episode seven review. And just like, keep on shoving the shit in our face. Like, cause it's also, I'm not like this, but I, there has to be fans out there, right? Where Mike and Jay or Mike and Rich say, I like this thing. I'm going to watch. And then people watch it. I, mm-hmm. I've done that, right? They've talked about them. They talked about movies and then I've watched them. Yes. Yeah. I don't take their, their voice as like, holy gospel. Oh, this no. is going to be so fucking great. Uh, I, but if it's a movie, if it's a movie that I might have been interested in on my own, like the Already, kid detective, yeah. I was, yeah. I like a good mystery story and that seemed like a nice little gimmick. So, and I liked encyclopedia Brown as a kid. I'll check this out. But when, when Jay is like, I watched this art house film about like fucking teenagers who look, collect bugs and then they get sabotaged by a robot. Uh-huh. I'm just like, that sounds fucking weird, Jay. I'm not interested. 
and I and I hear that and be like, I am gonna go see that immediately. <laughs> Torrenting, clackety 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 clackety. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. So there are people that will see this and be like, "Well, I guess I'll, I guess I'll subscribe to Paramount Plus and watch season three. Like, we'll see what happens." And so what they've done essentially is they've gotten ten dollars for Paramount Plus for the next three months, whenever the whatever, however yeah. long the show runs. And so you, you're an advertiser now. You're an unpaid advertiser. And that's what Paramount, that's what all of this, I've talked about it, like controversy signaling. They hope, they want you to hate watch. They don't yes. give a shit. $10 is $10, right? If you're yeah. hate watching it to be like, I hate what they they're doing to Star the money. Trek. Or if you're watching it and you're just like, I love gay Star Trek. Oh, so many cocks in my mouth. It's this. They the already spent the money. Yeah. Like it's, it's not like South Park where they're making next week's episode right now and up to like Thursday at midnight, they're, they're staying up late editing it and then sending it out. Like that's not how that works. The money's been spent. The show has been shot. If you just wait a month and then even if you did like the first five episodes and, and then you're like, started out good, went to shit. Uh, I can at least respect that as opposed to doing this like uh, free advertising for a corporation that admittedly hates you. They hate you. Yeah. They hate you. They hate the show that you like and they want to destroy it. Like Joel and I were talking about this last week about the cultural vandalism. Like it's not just good enough to make a a thing. They have to also destroy the thing that you love. It, like they can't yeah. just make a a new a story about teenagers solving crimes with a with a talking dog. It has to be Scooby Doo, and they ha- they can't just make Scooby Doo again. It has to be like Scooby Doo, but awful. So in your head, you're like Scooby Doo's been ruined. Yes, and you just stop loving it. Uh, it's and and yet people will go out there and be like. I love the first episode of Star Trek Picard. I can't wait to watch the rest of this season. Get a life. Like <laughs> I, I, and I don't, that's the other thing that's mind boggling to me is them falling for it. I saw those mm-hmm. same trailers where they're like, we're bringing back everybody. It's going to be great. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, you you can't get me. You're not going to play a slow haunting version of the Raiders March and make me come see Indiana Jones five. Yeah. yeah. You're not going to play. You're not going to have Michael Dorn show up as Worf and trick me into watching Picard. You're not. I mean, it's your strongest. It's their strongest. ace in the hole, but -hmm. still it's not that strong. I'm playing a, I'm playing a different game. (laughs) Exactly. I I've taken my ball and gone home. I have all of the, all of the star Trek that I want. I have on my own Plex server. I'm fucking watching it. I'm watching that. I'm not watching on your service. I stole it from you. I hate you. You hate me. I hate you more. And I have the power because I have $10. Every month that I don't subscribe to Paramount Plus, I have $10. You can either try and get that $10 or you could fuck yourselves. And it looks like you guys <laughs> have chosen to fuck yourselves. Yeah. Uh, but no, like 
like fools, people will keep running, but maybe maybe this one's going to be different. This time will be different. It's like, you know, a battered wife. Oh, he still loves me. He still loves me. He doesn't. He doesn't love you. He's a he loves Jim Beam. He loves just <laughs> hammering Jim Beam and slapping the shit out of you. You got you to gotta hit the bottle and hit the lady. Uh, yeah. So that's what he likes. He likes hitting things. That is what he likes hitting. And they like hitting. They like, I, they enjoy watching people like me get angry about this. And yeah, swear. because that's the new. That's the like, new media. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, I'm, like, I, I don't think anything will get, I, like, hate hate watching i don't think we'll ever get more views than something actually being good and you know hyped up yeah but it's like the second best thing yeah if if you if like if you have a product that like star trek will never make like bullets dollars yeah. uh, no, star trek's not gonna make a billion dollars on anything like they the, they made a, a 10 movies and those movies like they could probably they, they would probably recoup their cost yeah and i mean even if they made even if they didn't make profit if they, even if they just broke bank they know that that's enough to like appease fans and keep the ip going then they did the abrams movies i think those those that i mean that first one probably made the most yeah, of, of, of any of the Star Trek movies because it had been a while and it was new and shiny, um, and he hadn't screwed up a bunch of IPs already. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but then, of course, you know that dwindled down. Now, like, there's been talk of a fourth movie for the last ten years, so that, that's clearly not going anywhere. You know, Star Trek is never going to be a, you know, that huge tentpole tentpole thing. thing yeah and they know they can get fans from the they get they have fans of the new stuff which i, I guess there are because i mean there's a there's a dude i work with uh that is i saw him playing like lower some lower decks phone game yeah no my one of my glass blowing partners like watches the new stuff and i was just like we can't talk about this. Yeah. If you want, if we need to work together, we absolutely cannot talk about this. Yeah. Like we can talk about the old shows. I'll, t we can, I can talk all day about the old shows, yeah. but if we start talking about the new stuff, we will not get along. <laughs> and I actually think that like star Wars has entered that era. Oh, star Wars has like entered its lame duck. It was this yeah. huge heavy hitter for forever. And speak of the devil, JJ Abrams ran that shit into the ground. Cause like, I can't even, I, I, I can't fathom a new movie coming out like episode 10. Right. I can't imagine episode 10 coming out. And it's a different director writing team or what, you know, whatever it's, I can't even imagine, imagine what it would look like. But I, at the same time, I can't imagine it doing gangbusters. Yeah, in the way that that Star Wars, the way used that to be the able Force to. Awakens did, yeah, like the, it made a billion dollars in opening weekend. Yeah, here, here's I think the best case scenario for Star Wars is uh, George Lucas buys it back at way less than what he sold it for, 
and right and they just redo a new trilogy and it's like this is episode seven the disney shit does not count it's not yeah. non-canon yeah. and like even if even if it's just like george lucas is the figurehead and they have other creatives actually running the show i i don't think that that would bring back fans no 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 well i mean I, it would, I would, it would bring it. back it would bring back like a certain contingency of fans mm-hmm. but i think it would just confuse general audiences yeah, probably. Uh, if not, just like, I mean, I think general audiences, general audiences would probably still go see it because it says Star Wars on it. Yeah, but that's the other thing is like, I think, like, I don't want to talk too much about Star Wars because I just could not care less. Um, yeah. uh, but like episode seven, like it had been a long, it had been. 10 years or something 10 15 years i think i think it was like 2000 when did the it was like 2016 that the force awakens came out so like 15 years 10 because the the revenge of the sith came out like 2005 okay okay in between there 10 12 years it had been long enough for a bunch of new kids for a bunch of new 12 year olds to go see Mm -hmm. star wars um and they had a bunch of familiar faces in it they hadn't all died off yet. Um, I'm sure Harrison Ford will be dead by the time they make the next ones. If not, he will, help. he will, I, I guarantee you none of, none of those people will, will want to do an, another movie. Um, and they shouldn't. And they, they yeah. yeah, they shouldn't, but yeah, Except for I mean, Peter Mayhew. I mean, that guy is lucky to have any kind of work. <laughs> Like, uh, hi, 7 Eleven. Tall on, uh, freak. Well, this is 7 Eleven on Third Street. Hey, is this, uh, is this Peter Mayhew? Yes. <laughs> We're making another Star Wars movie. I'm in. Yeah. Hajib, I quit. You fuck. <laughs> they want me back as Chewbacca. Yeah. I told you. I told you they make another Star Wars. You punk bitch. <laughs> yeah. I just, I literally, like, I think without, especially for like for a major IP like that, that's a major IP without like familiar faces. Uh, I mean, you've got like, you've got the, you've got the items, all the, all all that you have left is like items and lore. Yeah. I don't think that's enough for a general audience. Well, even like star Wars, which is why they're going to be continued to crank out the TV shows. And they, they crank the TV shows out and every single one is like, Oh, this is the best one yet. And and it's just like, well, they're not getting better. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like yeah, they're they're not nothing's getting better. It's not like, you know, there's that that cracked image uh, yes, that's like about the TV, TV show. shows and it's like you're yeah. you know, your first season's real rough, your second season's kind of shaky, the third season you start dialing in, like four and five are great. Three, four, and five is the apex of the show. Yeah. yeah. Six it starts to get a little rough. Seven it's like uh, people start but, leaving. Yeah. It's, producers maybe it's time and to wrap cast, it up. Yeah, yeah. And then but then it's like it keeps on going. I I think the four, five, six of Star Wars <laughs> ironically was the prequels. <laughs> Yes, well, it was which, one, two, three. Which, you know, old school fans hate them. I, I've never yep. hated them. I don't think that they're like great as movies, but there is no. there. They were entertainment. They were entertainment. Yeah, 
and everything past that has kind of like given up on being entertainment. It wants to be a lecture. It wants to be like up its own ass. It's like, what if Darth Vader and Obi-Wan Kenobi fought? How cool would that be? Uh-huh. I, I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> Show me Kit Fisto. Where's the Kit Fisto series? I'd you watch that. Fists, fisting. I love fisting. Fisto fists and fists of fury. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like, yeah, give me a Gendy Tarkovsky Star Wars show on Disney Plus. That's the thing about the Star Wars universe is when Disney bought it, it was a license to print money. They could have, if they had just like focused on like, like let's make an entertaining thing, let's make it, you know, fun, and. They could have they could have shit out bad movies. They could have shit out Attack of the Clones they did. quality movies <laughs> and just made money. And especially I always said what they should have done with Star Wars is just make movies and set them in the Star Wars universe. Yes. Uh it's good fellas in the Star Wars universe. Uh, I'd probably watch that. Yeah. <laughs> like just pick literally any movie and then go, oh, but it's in Star Wars. It's uh, the good, bad, the bad, and the ugly, but it's in the uh, Star Wars universe. Yeah, it's Amistad, but in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't know about that one. It's Amadeus Schindler's in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> what? Amadeus in the Star Wars yeah. universe. Yeah, Schindler's List, but in the Star Wars universe. Turns out Palpatine was rounding up. <laughs> Palpatine was rounding up Twi'leks and uh, <laughs> no, that's them into a, special camps. That's a different movie. <laughs> Six million Twi'leks? Do you really boners. think? Do you really think that, like, one, I mean, how many Twi'leks could there possibly have been on Twi'lekistan? And then the the Clone Wars only lasted, like, three years. It's just, it's just like mathematically, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, it's like, but no, but people, people will just jerk themselves off silly. I, I can't wait. I, I kind of, I don't want to watch anything by by Red Letter Media or Critical Drinker about Picard season three until, until the end, final episode. Yeah, because I've watched the first one now. Whatever their final episode that comes out is, watch that you one when they're like, watch that one. Ah! And then go back and watch the like slow descent into madness. Yes, be like, yes, yeah. I was right again. I was right. You couldn't fucking pump the brakes for ten minutes. Ten minutes, just be like, whoa, hey, because like I've watched, I've watched things and thought, hey, this is pretty good, and then watch them descend into terribleness. Yeah, and you just gotta like, kind of be like, hey, that one's actually, pr-. or even like a bad thing. I've watched bad shows that have good episodes. But you don't just go like, they've totally redeemed themselves. <laughs> yeah. What a great concept for a television show. The same way the same way a good show with a bad episode is just like, mm, that one, that you was don't, kind of a you stinker. You don't stop watching it. Yeah. You take it as a whole. You like, you know, they're not all going to be Wharf episodes. Sometimes it's going to be an episode where Dan Troy gets raped and has a space baby. Yeah. And you just got to push through it. And hope that the next one is not Jordy being an incel. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jordy incel episode. Yikes. Not a good look, Chief. Anyway, that's my issue. Premature praise. Like, let it it breathe. It's like a fine wine. You got to let it breathe. That that first sip, you take that first sip and you're like, oh, this is terrible. People do that with whiskey. They'll like take a sip and they'll go, oh, I can't. I just taste the ethanol. It's like, yeah. That's the first sip of every whiskey. You got to get used to it. You got to, 
you got to let that one sit with you for a second and then take a deeper, deeper sip. And then, then, you know, and sure. Like we had that Paul John Indian whiskey that tasted like feet. I brought that up the other day. The first sip was bad. The second sip was a lot worse, (laughs) but we knew that was going to be bad. I had Uh, a sneaking suspicion. Yeah. I was, I mean, as soon as we opened the box is what I meant or opened the bottle. Yeah. (laughs) Wafted out into the whole house. Ooh. Uh, Paul John, not endorsed by here's what I don't get. Let me tell you right now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's my issue. Premature praise. Before you start recommending a show, just like pump the brakes and decide is, is what's out now. Is that consumable as one thing? Like Reacher season one. Even if season two is fucking awful. Yeah. Season one is a great watchable story. Contained. Yeah. Contained. The whole thing. No cliffhangers, which I think is a great aspect of that. And, but you can just watch season one and then never watch the show again and have a good time. Uh, Game of Thrones, when you were recommended, people recommended to me in season three and they're like, oh, it's so great. And I watched season one and hated it. And they're like, oh, no, 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 no. You got to push past season one. And you got to wait until those those shows are done and then go, oh, this is objectively terrible. Start to finish. Thank yeah. you. Anyway, well, this has been Here's What I'll Get. I'm Tad Burt. I'm Tim Handelbreaker. We'll catch you guys next week. See ya. If you want to call on the Here's What I Get hotline, call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. Or you can visit us in the Discord under voicemail upload. Got a voicemail here. You know, listening to the latest episode when Chaco was talking about uh, how creativity has died. It's not that creativity has died. It's just all about the money. It's like they're afraid to venture off and try something new and they're just they don't want to you know lose money so they just focus on fucking indiana jones everybody loves that let's make another one fucking scream remember that fucking movie let's make a seventh eighth ninth tenth one they just keep beating the shit into the ground because it makes money or they fucking think it's gonna make money or it's just a safer bet uh because i mean i i read a shitload of sci-fi books and they got to the point where you know, you, you see like, oh, this one shares from that book, and that this book took an idea from that book, and, and eventually I got burnt out on a lot of them, and I couldn't find anything good, and then I just waited a little while and found one. Anyways, uh, yeah. I disagree. I don't, I don't think it's about money. I think that because if it was about money, once in a while they'd make a good one. Right? <laughs> once in a while they would reboot something, and you'd have a movie like The Equalizer. Like, think about all the reboots and late-in-life sequels and things, and how many of them are are even competent, let alone uh, yeah. great. Yeah. And the only one I could think of in the last 10 or 15 years is The Equalizer. They, like, took an old TV show, made it into a movie, and that first Equalizer movie is really good. It's so good. The second Equalizer movie is a not, piece of crap. Not good. Not good. And so, like, I think that 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 is below the statistical level to say, 
oh, Equalizer was a fluke, and they're they're actually trying. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because because if if you were trying to make a good movie and you were just bad at it, eventually you would shit out enough movies that w- one of them would be like interesting, or it would catch the imagination. But Hollywood just doesn't do it. They just like shit out another remake and another reboot and another remake and another reimagining and another twist on this. And it's just like, and you'd also think if it was about money that they would like try and make the things good. Anyway. Tab, your sexual harassment training reminded me of uh, when I first got like my full-time job, I was 18 at Walmart doing the typical, uh, watching those dumb videos and just a little bit of uh, preface. Basically I grew up pretty sheltered, you know, parents weren't racist, never, you know, anyways, you missed out. Uh, So (laughs) with that being said, I never really knew. I never grew up around Jewish people. I only grew up a lot around a lot of Mexicans, you know, black people, Asian, whatever, not, not really Jewish people. So I never really knew about their culture besides dreidels and shit and Hanukkah. So I'm watching the sexual harassment training video and, like, you know, what not to do, basically. And uh, that's when I learned when I was 18 that Jewish people make bagels because one of the skits they had was, uh, you know, there's, like, a new girl in the office, and some guy just goes up to her, and she goes, he goes, oh, you're Jewish, huh? I heard Jews make good bagels. <laughs> and it's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> and it, it just reminded me of another time when I was at work. I was working with this half-black, half-white chick. And just one day out of nowhere, she's like, hey, you know what a mulatto is? And I was like, well, no. Because, again, you know, never. Coffee. It wasn't brought up, you know, fucking racist, whatever. And I was like, no, what's a mulatto? She's like, oh, it's a racial slur that he would call people like me that are half-black and half-white. She's like, okay. Fucking thanks. You know? And it's just funny. It's like, if we just forgot about those horrible slurs and shit and just kind of let people forget about them, it wouldn't be a problem. That, But then again, we might come up with funnier ways to call people fucking slurs. Anyway, go fuck yourself. Yeah, do you think if we just... Do you think if we... If you, like, Thanos snapped and you could just get rid of, like, all the slurs, like, that would solve racism? Absolutely not. Yeah. People would find... New, new slurs. New slurs. Yeah. Do you think that racism is inherent to people? Yeah. Yeah, I, I do too. I think that like, I don't think Not, we're necessarily, I don't think we're born like a caricature of racism. No. But I think we're but it's, born. It's a, it's a form of tribalism. Yeah. I think we went through this. We went, we, I'm, we, we did a, a big episode about this years ago. Um, It's like, it's not like, you look different than me die. It's I don't like you. And like, this is the, this is the reason why I can see that I don't like you. Like it's, it's the most obvious reason or like that dude's doing way better than me. I know why I don't like him. It's because he makes a lot of bagels and you're like, I must not like bagel makers. Einstein brothers, damn you. Or, yeah. you know, I mean, or you grow up and you're, you're, 
your dad doesn't like that guy. So he goes, hey, that guy sucks. Remember that. Yeah, I'm trying to think. And you never meet the guy. So the whole time you're like, I guess that guy sucks. Yeah. So like I grew up, I grew up in Greenwood in Tulsa, you know, black neighborhood. Yeah. Black church. And I didn't really. I didn't really. I don't think I process. And I probably because I'm retarded, but I didn't process that we were different until I was like in the third or fourth grade. Yeah. Yeah. It takes a little bit. Yeah. And. So maybe, maybe I don't stand by that. We're born racist. Maybe we're not born racist. Maybe I was, maybe I was taught to be racist. Maybe if we snap the words away, I I think it's just an exposure thing too, where. Yeah. That's that too. You know, you grow up in a neighborhood and you're with these people. It doesn't really matter that you're different, especially with kids. Like. Kids don't care, dude. Kids do not give a fuck. The only way they learn about like even like like cultural differences is that like they have to be like inquisitive and like be shown that stuff. Yeah. You know. Hmm. Well, there we go. We solved racism. Congratulations, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> I got one more here from Andy. I was lonelier than King Kinte in the Mill Haggard Country that night I strolled on into Uncle Limpy's hump house looking for love. It had been a while. In fact, 365 had come and went since that midnight run hauling hog to Shaky Town on I-10. I had picked up this hitchhiker that was sweating gallons through a pair of Daisy Duke cutoffs in one of those fruit and loom tank tops. Well, that night I lost myself to ruby red lips milky white skin, and baby blue eyes. Name was Russell. Well, faster than you can say shallow grave, this pretty little thing came up to me and started kneading my balls like hard-boiled eggs in a tube sack. <laughs> that name is Bambi. And I said, but that's a coincidence, darling. Because I was just thinking about skinning you like a deer. But she smiled. How about as much teeth as jack o I went on to tell her how I would wear her face like a mask because I do my little cookie dance. <laughs> and then she told me the shush. So <laughs> I guess she could sense my desperation. Of course, it's hard to hide hard on when you're dressed like Minnie Pearl. Um. So Bambi's going on about how she can make all my fantasies come true. So I says, even this one they have where Jesus Christ is jackhammering Mickey Mouse in the doo-doo hole with a lawn dart as Garth Brooks gives birth to something resembling a cheddar cheese log with almonds and Santa Claus's tummy gum? Well, 10 beers, 20 minutes, and $30 later, I'm parking the beef bus in Tuna Town, if you know what I mean. <laughs> these, these are the lyrics <laughs> to a back song by the Bloodhound Gang. <laughs> yeah, that, right. that, that, that makes sense. is so much better when admit, the stripper is crying. even more of a turn on when I found out she was doing me to buy baby formula. So a day or so it passed when I popped the clutch, gave the tranny a spin, and slid on in the stinky, like, pinky, golden like buggy. I like how Andy's always trying to reinvent stuff. himself with his voicemails. Me too. You know? He did the like he had the whole saga with him and the the creepy lady. Uh huh. There was there you know there was the time where he was like just had his head hanging out a window every time he called in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The crazy there Ed was the saga. Mr. Ed. You know the yeah, reviews of Mr. Ed. Mr. Ed. Yeah, Mr. Ed. Man. Uh, who, who who will ever forget the great days of Mr. Ed? 
I guess now he's doing uh, now he's doing sincere readings of music lyrics in Mein Kampf. Yeah, songs with weird lyrics. Uh, if you're thinking about songs with weird lyrics, don't do Beck. Tab already knows what it is. <laughs> he'll know. He'll know it immediately. I'll know. Yeah, oh, that's that's one definitely. Get crazy with the cheese whiz, Andy. Get crazy with the cheese whiz. Saving all your food stamps and burning down the trailer park. Yeah. Yo. Cut it. 